that's a good way to start off the show this this is loserly's wrestling everyone thank you so much for joining thank you so much welcome 34 34 shows holy crow please sound off in the chat when you're in here let us know you're here smash the like button i haven't been saying that as often and it seems like i have to otherwise you don't otherwise you don't so please smash the like button. Smash I really it. appreciate it. What's Give stopping it a little, you? A little smash. Um, yeah, welcome. It can be a light smash. It can be a light smash. This is uh, Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the Weekly Wrestle 34. My name is 34. Red Jefferson. I'm here with Hammer Roy Hammer. Hammer. Ooh. How are we hammering? We hammering, baby. We hammering. Yeah, thoughts. You said you had thoughts. I, I have thoughts when we get into you know the wrestling. I don't have oh, general okay. thoughts. I... Uh, <laughs> I, I, killed I, <laughs> I don't think much um, unless it's That's about fair. wrestling. I don't think much, you know, I was going to, and I think we'll save it for next week. So I'm going to make a quick announcement. I was going to, so it was maybe, who was it? Hex infinity, maybe who mentioned on the, in the chat. Cause we had mentioned, Hey, like give us a fun top 10 to do. Oh yeah. And I forgot. Talked about, he said 10, the top 10 moments leading up to a return, which is like weird. Build ups to a return. Yeah, that's, I can, I couldn't do that. I mean, maybe I could do that, but like, eh. But top 10 returns of all time, uh, I don't, I, I've been working on it. I'm not, I've, I have eight that I feel strongly about. Do you want to discuss today or save it off for next week? Well, I, I was thinking of, uh, we'll talk about, we don't have to talk about all of what I've come up with this week. Actually, I have nine, but I thought maybe we would talk about one that uh might is the only i have one and i'm curious if you th- if you think this counts that's the only and okay. if you don't think you it counts get... i'll remove it and i'll find another one okay no let's let's talk about it right up front then i think yeah. this is important we'll, we'll just get into it um i this is number three all time on my list and it's not a wrestler but it's ecw one night stand 2005 mm. it's a comeback it's a return it is a comeback it's a it's a return. And it's one of the all-time greats, if you think about it. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's an event, though. Okay, so I wanted to mention it up front. I feel I that takes it. away from someone. Okay. Someone's not getting on the list because a whole company came back. To me, in my opinion, <laughs> the whole company came back. In my opinion, there are You just aren't... want Sandman on the fucking list. I have to you? tell you, Sandman's on this list twice. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. All right, well, I'll, I'll give it away. I'll give it away. Number I'll just 10. Tell you, I'll just tell you right now, delete both of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, how do we define how do we define a good comeback? A good one. A good return. <laughs> the wrestler. The wrestler has to mean something to the company, and the reaction has to be huge. So Lord. number 10 on my list, find the footage. Find the footage. Is Sandman coming back to ECW in 1999 after his run in WCW, his reaction, the mu- the crowd reaction, the music playing. It's one of the best moments. I'll just say ever. this. I'll just say this. If you can't find the footage, it's probably not on the list. <laughs> I've it. seen it. I'm telling you to find the you, footage. Oh, you have? <laughs> <laughs> I saw it one day in a dream and it was there. <laughs> Can't find it anymore. I just searched my records. Oh, I, okay. Well, you know, I took uh, Cole Cabana returning to Ring of Honor off my list because I thought it was too niche. So. Yeah. yeah, couldn't you think? Yeah. Jesus Christmas. There's Cole some Cabana. controversial ones. Uh, I think my top three, if I remove ECW One Night Stand, my top three, pretty finite. You can't beat these three returns. We'll talk about it next week. Let's talk about it next week because I'm, I'm going to make a list for myself as well. All right, here we, now it. we're talking. Right, now we're going to get talking. into it. Um, but quickly, we should talk a little bit about Rampage, yeah. right, Roy? I got mixed we'll get into a little Rampage. Um, okay, so uh, Rampage was a little weird. Anything really, like, there's a few things that stood out to me, mm-hmm. um, like talkable things, uh, a few things. Uh, Daniel Garcia and Fantastic. Brian Danielson had really a great good. little segment. Really Daniel good. Garcia looked great in it. Yeah, he did. He sure He's did. like, you're my hero, and you keep leaving and returning makes me sad. Yeah, and it makes me want to hurt you. Makes me want to hurt you. Great. Love that. Go to therapy, um, Daniel Garcia. Work through that. No, don't. Work through it on stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Tam, uh, uh, Ty and Sammy versus Dante and Sky Blue. <sighs> it was a fine match. Well, first of all, I'm glad to see that if Dante did hurt his knee, clearly didn't hurt it very badly because he's doing yeah. fine, uh, which is uh, I'm happy to hear. Um, it was fine. This whole show is really weird. This whole show yeah. is really, really fucking weird. Anyway. 
I say Sky Blue has a lot of potential, but her yeah. strikes look like dog shit. I mean, she's like 15. Then she shouldn't be on television. Well, no, she's, <laughs> like, she's, she's, she's 18 or 19. A, she's very young. Yeah, but it's just the fact, like, yeah. just because they're someone's friend or, like, doesn't make right. that, like, yeah. this is the Brandon Cutler. Dante Martin's of, girlfriend. Of yeah, Brandon Cutler of the women's division. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with her uh, being the Brandon Cutler, but I see what you're saying. Okay, so this is, uh, I was a little upset at this at first. Yeah. The Parker Bordeaux versus Sonny Kiss. You, were you going to say Harland? No. Oh, well, that was his, that was his that character. Was his in, yeah, yeah. In, yeah, yeah. I don't mind Harland. I don't think that's a bad name. It's not that um, bad of a name. But Parker Bordeaux is better. Yes. Um, but uh, I saw no entrance for Sonny, but that comes back later. We'll discuss. Which was nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss. But um, then we got a, a weird moment with Andrade and Private Party. Yeah, I guess he's still in some way associated with them. This is another example, and we've talked about it on the show before. Tony Khan, TK, a lot of respect. Uh, but he gives the titles to somebody and stops putting them in feuds. He just puts them in match after match after match, and there's no heat. Then we got a... Uh, there's no heat. It's okay. Yeah. It's no, it's a, it's 100%. Uh, it is an issue, and it, it feels like I don't... I just don't care. Like, yeah. and we're yeah. going to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about some of that later on in the news. The thing about it is, especially in rampage, this rampage is a really good example of like, AEW can do a good wrestling show in their sleep. Like it's every show they do is a good wrestling show. The in-ring product is always good. It's like the main event was a good match. It was a good match, but like, there's no it does that always make good There's, TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rampage isn't great TV, even if it's a good wrestling show. Yeah. And that's well a problem for me. Well said. That's a, like, that's a very good point. That first segment, great TV. The great Danielson TV. Garcia, Daniel great Garcia, TV. It, yeah. No 100%. other match on that show had any kind of heat at all. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, a little bit more on that. We got Gun Club versus Danhausen and Eric Redbeard whatever yeah you know what the shame of it is i was thinking about it i was like man it would be a lot of fun if aw did a losing streak angle with danhausen but he's already won a match yeah so it's he's just, just a jobberino he's just a jobberino he's just a jobberino nobody cares about him they can't even be consistent with him in the back where he does it does things consistently we do have someone in the comments Roy. brooklyn bleak bleak oh no i can't, can't, I can't do that i can't do that one <laughs> <laughs> cannot do can't touch this because we'll <laughs> no, get kicked we'll, off youtube because we'll get kicked off youtube yeah. um can't do that um but, but brooklyn bleak says uh sky blue loosened up halfway through the match and started <laughs> looking decent everybody can't be a great talent at a young age like roxy hey yeah, yo, roxy I, I agree I, I i definitely agree but they shouldn't be on tv yet <laughs> like there's you know, just like, other it's just people kind of like yeah there's other people that you'd have in this spot that are far uh, far more ready and deserving yeah. There's this one woman on uh, Dark that I see all the time. Tall, lanky redhead. Killian for- King. She's on Dynamite on right. Wednesday. I like Killian King. She's a powerhouse. Yeah. What are we doing with her? She's uh, going to job out to uh, Tony Storm on Wednesday. On Dynamite. Have her job out with Dante Martin. Yeah, like, that would right. be a more fun time. That would be a better match. Like, yeah, uh, be. She's been on Dark for like two and a half years now. She's yeah. been losing on Dark for a very long time. It's and time. I get the issue with her. It's just like she's a good wrestler, good hand like just zero personality come out sure, sure but i could say the same thing about sky blue uh so right. Right. either way right. um but we get uh uh, uh don't what the thing is uh the trust busters whatever their fucking yeah. name is yeah why are the gun club in that position in the trios tournament i know i know that's a trios that i'd like to see lose yeah you know? and also like <laughs> i don't love billy gun being like oh you can't you can't beat this team. Well, they did beat them. Well, I'm going to put you up against another team, a tougher challenge, and it's the Varsity Blondes. Ugh, Lord. Um, then we no, get he... uh, we get Hook. Yeah. Bless Hook. Bless Hook. This wasn't a great place to put him in. Have him with an in-ring segment where he doesn't say anything, which is fine. We're fine he says, with that. Yup. Yeah, but I don't like the idea that he's like him holding that championship takes away a little bit from him because he should not care. Right. This, he doesn't care about this bullshit thing. He should never raise it above his head. Mm. Well, I think he should care about it because it's his dad's title. If yeah, it was anybody should... else, you know, it wouldn't matter, but it's still his dad's title. Maybe care about it, but raising it above your head just feels uh, yeah. disingenuous. But then yeah. someone comes out, a Zach Clayton. 
Yeah. Which this piece of shit stole my gimmick. <laughs> the Golden Peaks of New Jersey. That's Mr. Monday, Red Jefferson. <laughs> piece of shit. I, I would uh, I would have hated this if uh, he hadn't said all the right things. He won me he over immediately. all the right fucking things. He's from Jersey. He's just yeah, like, I'm going to do this. And it is God's country. It is true. It is God's I'm glad God, someone finally said that on television. Honestly, it's just like everyone talks about it. Like, like not on TV, though. Like, where, where's God? Yeah. Oh, it's in New Jersey, where God it's made the Jersey. country. Yeah. Um, but then he's like, he's going to do this his way, the New Jersey way, which is on <laughs> his time. And it's true. We do have our own way of doing true. things. Um, super big supporter of Zach Clayton. I think he should win the championship. You know, I say right to TNT championship, give it to him, but he'll do it in Newark, do it in his hometown, baby, in our backyard. I'm I think ready. he should win the New Jersey championship and yeah. make a title called the New Jersey championship that's only defended in New Jersey. I think he should win the FTW title and put a piece of tape over it and write New Jersey championship on it. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, we have Brooklyn Bleak here saying, oh, yeah, she's been groomed to be AEW's AG Lee or whatever. Um, are we talking about uh, Sky Blue? Sky Blue is being groomed to be AEW's AJ Lee. Um, Sky Blue wishes. They both wore Converse to the ring. Sky so. Blue, like AJ Lee, 10 times better in every category. Sure. Uh, in terms of but like talking, time, wrestling ability. But she always had personality. And she yeah. was always like when she was on TV, which you should be ready for TV when you're on TV. Uh, she's always looked good. You know? <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, um, but we got our main event, which is uh, Arya Davari versus Orange Cassidy in a fine whatever match. It yeah, it was just, fine. It was fine. Orange Cassidy won, which I'm happy about. I thought he yeah. might lose because um, he always loses. But afterwards, we get a beatdown of the best friends by the Trustbusters, and out comes Sunny Kiss for the save, but then betrays Orange Cassidy. Oh, kicking the ding ding! Trust uh, joining the trust. And actually, this made things better. Yeah, because like I I, honestly, I was a little upset that Sunny Kiss didn't get a an entrance. The crowd popped big when they're like, uh, Parker Bordeaux versus Sunny Kiss. And there's like, they pop yeah, big for Sunny. People like Sunny Kiss. Everyone likes Sunny Kiss, but the idea of making Sunny Kiss a heel, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, but I'm interested. Like, one of the thing is, <clears throat> there's just a lot of questions I have about how to book Sunny Kiss with the way that they're booking people in general. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, uh, it's, they, they, there's, uh, uh, there's two trans performers uh, in the, the in the AEW, right? Two trans performers is that well, we know of, and it's not in my. Yes, it's not in no, my no, no, I know, but I don't, I don't know if Sunny considers themselves trans. I think when you're on that, I think the, the trans. Uh, uh, I guess I'm I'm not super knowledgeable enough, but I'm just saying that there's an umbrella, sure. and I'm just saying the umbrella of uh, <laughs> uh, 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 gender, certainly, certainly non-binary. There's certainly nine binary. And so like the thing is like, what division do they fight in? Mm -hmm. And if they, uh, but they, they frequently identify themselves as female mm. and that's an intergender match. You know, like I'm just, let's get rid of these intergender things. Let's sure. just get rid of the walls, but it's yeah. never going to happen. Uh, I just want to see, I'd love to see fucking Britt Baker beat the shit out of orange cast. Yeah. Well, I'd love to see Britt Baker beat the shit out of Sammy Guevara. Fuck Ty. I want to see. Oh, Britt Jade Cargill should beat the shit out of. <laughs> That's what I want to see. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm excited for this. Uh, this is a cool addition, right? I want to see Nyla Rose versus Satnam Singh. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. What a tag team that would be. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking tag team. Um, but that's the end of Rampage. And there's not much else to talk about besides the fact that Rampage certainly fe feels like a C-level show. Yeah, it really does. They skipped over B and went right to C. Because like uh, like Raw, SmackDown, A, B, A, B, whichever, what do you think? But like, this feels like Velocity. I don't, wouldn't go as far as to say Velocity. Velocity That's was pretty, pretty good extreme. back in the day. No, but it's, yeah, it, but Brian Danielson, like your top baby faces weren't appearing on Velocity, even in an interview segment. But it would it feels did, like actually. the first year Danielson of versus Heat. William Regal oh my God. was on Velocity. Yeah, that's fine, but Danielson was no one. And Velocity so, also long didn't match, exist. Fifteen minute match. I don't think you're thinking of Velocity, but that's okay. It's, I am. You're thinking of main event. Uh, I no, that was not the main event. Th I'm talking this about years main ago. This event. The show main event. No, this was not the show main event. This Danielson, was years ago. So like Brian Danielson, five. not Daniel Bryan. Brian like Brian Danielson came in as okay. I see what you're saying. Um, and also a great match, William Regal versus Chris Benoit <laughs> uh, was like an amazing match on Velocity. I love Velocity. Velocity was my show. I would watch yeah. Confidential and then I would watch Velocity. 
You should watch Confidential. <laughs> we should watch Confidential. But they're they so it? trashy. They have every episode on Peacock. We have to watch it and review it. Yeah. Let's do, do a watch along. Because yeah. I remember Bubba Ray just telling us about his workout routine. He's just yeah. on elliptical the entire goddamn time. Um, <laughs> There's so um, many, like, they do a Bret Hart segment about the screw job, and everybody's burying the shit out of Bret. Like, they are tearing him up. There's a lot of, like, very funny, like, biases on this show. There's some interesting things on it. Yeah, we should absolutely watch it. We should absolutely watch it. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says, how long has the reality been wrestling? Has the reality been wrestling? How long has the reality been wrestling? There's in quotes in the reality. I'm not sure what that means, but I like it. Oh, he's is talking about. He's talking about. Yeah, he. There is Zach Clayton. Is the reality Zach Clayton? That's his. Oh, name. is that his deal? Oh, yeah. okay. I do not know, but I have no. I idea. support him completely. Want him yeah. to win every championship. New Jersey proud. Uh, Connor O'Reilly's in the chat. Uh, Connor writes, I think Sonny considers themselves to be gender fluid. That's fair. But I just, I guess like, I, I, I don't think we should be hung up on gender. Uh, I should, don't think I should be hang, hung up on it in this conversation. I just like the idea of consistency. I just would like to know, because like, I would love a Sonny kiss if they uh, gender fluid, like I'd love for them to fight in both divisions. Yes, I agree. I got distracted trying to find out who Zach Clayton is. But, you, but wouldn't that yeah. be interesting? Having them fight of both? Of course. You're gender fluid. I think you should be able to find both divisions. Yeah. I think, it's again, a title, consistency here. title like the TNT title should be, anybody should be able to win it. There is no yeah. gender. There is no weight class. He, uh, Zach Clayton is engaged to J-Wow. Zach Clayton is engaged to J-Wow on the Jersey, Jersey Shore? Shore. Yeah. Interesting. Was he on the Jersey Shore? Uh, because he said he was a reality TV star. I guess maybe he was on the show... Um, he was on the show because of JWoww, but he said that for his, I guess he beat Serpentico on Dark and in the crowd was fiance, JWoww, Mike, the situation, and then other people who's, who I don't know. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm a big supporter of Zach Clayton and everything he does now, I guess, even though I hate Jersey Shore because they're all from Staten Island. They're all from Staten Yeah, none of them are from Jersey. Zach, actually want to search real quick, is Zach Clayton yeah. from New Jersey? Because... Yeah. Uh, honestly, this is going to change a lot. He did make fun of Long Island, which is good. And I support that. Yeah. I support that, Roy. Uh, yeah. Well, it's funny. When you look up Zach Clayton, the first thing that comes up is Zachariah Clayton was a basketball player for the New York Rens. He was also a Negro League baseball player. So wrong guy. Oh. Wrong guy. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says Sunday Night Heat. Uh, yeah. We should also yeah. watch Sunday Night Heat. Early Sunday Night Heat is what. Um, Al Rampage Snow and John Coachman. Like. Um, yeah. But uh, did you find out anything about this? Uh... I'm, I'm working on it. I'm okay, working on it. Uh, well, well, let's move on. Um, yeah, we got to get to the news. We and have this will be to get a, to a the good news. news segment. This is the start of the news. This is the start of the news. The Weekly Wrestle 34. The news you can't lose. The news you can't uh, lose. Um, the number one news item of the day. Tam, hit that picture. CM Punk has returned. Oh, that's what the picture should have been. I blew it. I felt oh, it's okay. CM Punk has returned. CM, CM Punk, Punk is, is back in the mix. Um, but we're still not sure how healed he is. Did you read about this? Um, no, go, go. So, so there's, uh, there's talk that like he's healing well and he's coming back to kind of be in the scene again, but I don't think he's going to be fighting at all out. What? You don't think he's going to be fighting for at all out? They, they say that is, uh, his thing isn't completely ready and they will not bring him in beforehand, but we don't know yet. There's no confirmation on anything. But like I, I read this the day after he showed up. He's just like, he may not be ready. So who knows what that means? But it's very exciting, and we're also going to be getting a little Kenny Omega coming up soon, probably within the. Do you think he's showing up at the pay per view, or is he showing up at Rampage before? Who, uh, who is before? their, who is their sixth man? Who's their sixth man? The third man. You mean. The third man. Yeah. Who, who's the third man? It's got to be Kenny Omega. It has to be Kenny, and that's the thing that's interesting. Is like, um. Also, I don't think Zach Clayton was born in New Jersey. Then he is not with us. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. We're gonna do I'm, some research. We'll get I'm back to you researching it. Um, because well, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Like, I, you know, the challenge is it's a six-man match, right? So, like, you could, in theory, bring in Kenny and protect him a little bit and have the other two guys do a lot of the work. But it's not like they're going up against Bear Country and Redbeard. It's like three ultra athletic, great professional wrestlers who are going to be moving very fast. 
So Kenny can't like just coast and <laughs> do a couple of moves. He, he needs to. Wrestle. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that he's ready. I yeah. don't think I think a lot of the talk from Kenny and Punk about like their length, the time they're going to be out has yeah. been a work. I yeah. think Kenny has just been kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll still heal up for a little bit longer. I'm ready to go. But I'll yeah. say to people like, who knows? And again, knows? In, a, in a six man match, you can still like take breaks. It's not like you're going 45 with Hangman your first match back. Um, we got Tony in the chat. Kenny will be the third man. <gasps> Boom! Boom! I'm so sorry. I should have warned. That was great. That was great. Um, but uh, thank you so much for jumping in the chat there, Tony Khan. Um, but uh, yeah, so just interesting stuff. Yeah, interesting stuff. It's exciting, and I think Punk's ready to go. They wouldn't be doing all of this if Punk wasn't going to be fighting Moxley at the pay per view. You think that? I don't know. What else are they going to do? Moxley versus Andrade. Yeah, you know, Andre, like, versus a, uh, Kente Kobashi or something. It, I don't know. It, Just grab, grab some comes from New in and, and punks the special guest referee. I mean, mm, I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it's really they shouldn't have built it up this way. But that's what I heard that he may not be necessarily ready. And well, they're just trying to keep the hire. on that foot. He was almost fell off that second rope. <laughs> he always almost falls off the second rope, though. That guy. He's got to stop. I was we have watching to keep highlights of him versus John Cena in 2011 when he won the title in Chicago. And there were at least three times in the in that match where he was supposed to counter something that Cena did and land on his feet, and he never once landed on his feet. Well, he tried and then fell. Great wrestler, occasionally clumsy, which yeah, I kind of like about Not the most athletic him. guy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you saw in the UFC. You want to um, talk about somebody who's gotten every inch out of their body that they possibly could. They've squeezed every ounce of potential out of their body. Good for him. That's no, awesome. No, you're, no I, I will agree with that entirely. Great guy. Um, well, great wrestler. I don't know him as a person, but assume he's pretty cool. He seems like uh, a good guy, but a little too stubborn for my liking. Just be a little too, again. a little too conceited. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Pretentious much. Yeah. But um, also, we have to remember that if you're basing that off of the interview that he did with Cabana after he left the WWE, he was in a dark place at that time. Oh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about every other interview he's ever, ever done. <laughs> uh, he's just full of shit. He seems like, he's just like, yeah, I'm not one to talk about how good I am or anything like that. But like, yeah, that was an amazing match. And not Undertaker couldn't lace up his boots that night without me. <laughs> and just like, okay. <laughs> All right. It's the last great match the Undertaker had. Uh, I mean, I guess the Boneyard match, but besides that, he never had another good match. I didn't even like that match very much. It was um, uh, next up on the news. Next up, um, well, we uh, with the coming of you know one person is born, the other person dies, right, Roy? Mm -hmm. um, that the whole thing. CM Punk may live. So Johnny Laurinaitis can die. Johnny Laurinaitis <laughs> is gone from the WWE. He has been fired. He is let go. Uh, that's the Johnny Laurinaitis. Uh, I didn't. I didn't cue you, Tam. Sorry about that. But he is gone. He is gone. He's been officially let go. Ding dong. The witch is dead. Uh, started his WWE career in two thousand two, one or two. Um, yeah, two or three. Because in two thousand one, uh, he was in WCW. Until it closed. No, but I'm pretty sure he moved he over went, with it. He them. went right over. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a road agent for them immediately. And then he get, got into talent relations around 2003 or four. Yeah. Um, and then he was there until he became a road agent. And then he's back to being head of talent relations and whatnot. But he is gone. Everyone has a problem with him. Nobody likes him. Uh, and he's gone, gone. Uh, good riddance, right? Yeah, good riddance. But do you, there is one person who liked him. Did you see this? Oh, um, oh, oh, don't tell me. Don't. RVD. Wow, oh, I saw Booker T. What did RVD say? RVD's like, Johnny Ace is my man. Like, because, like, <laughs> honestly, like, he got the biggest pushes he's got, like, biggest contracts he's ever gotten, biggest pushes from Johnny Ace, you know? Well, so, yeah, Booker T was like, he's a good wrestler. Deal. He's a good man, blah, blah, which is like, and he's a great mouth. finish guy. He's yeah, a great, well, finish, he's a great guy. finish guy. Yeah. Great the last, guy. If you watch the last three months of WCW, it's pretty good. And the reason it's pretty good is because Johnny Ace was their finish guy. And he had a lot to do with the creative. And when WCW was going to be bought by Bischoff and then Bischoff was going to take it over again, Johnny Ace was going to be his guy. Yeah. And it would have worked for him because Johnny Ace is like a world-class ass kisser. He yeah. is the biggest snake in the grass you could ever imagine. And everybody loves him unless you're a woman. Yeah. Then you hate him because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't like Bruce Pritchard, but like him making fun of Johnny Laurinaitis. Do you remember that no. on his podcast? He'd just be like, "Hey Vince, your arms look really oily today. Very <laughs> vascular. Can I massage them, Vince? Can I massage your arms while you write?" Oh, wow, 
the vascularity is intense. Um, we got uh, Brooklyn Bleak saying, whoa, that Johnny Ace mullet. I posted a picture of him with a mullet and mustache. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, Redley697's in the chat. <laughs> Redley697 says, uh, don't worry, I'm here. <laughs> yes, you are, Ridley. Uh, Tony writes, I wonder how the Bellas feel about their dad being stuck in these allegations. That's funny. That uh, is, I saw a, their dad. I saw a Total Bellas clip recently about them talking about Johnny Ace and talking about his uh, his voice. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, because like they're listening to old uh, audio of him. And they're just like, what happened to his voice? They could laser that off. We should get it lasered off so it could sound better. Um, <laughs> Connor O'Reilly's in the chat. We, we talked we about already that. said hi to Connor. Hey, Oh, no. Who's oh, calling no. you? I don't know. But we can't Who is it? it? Should we answer it live on air? No, 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 no. They would hate that. Um, uh, Tony writes, I wonder how the... Oh, yeah, we already said that. Connor says, I'm assuming it's going to be Kenny, but if it isn't Hamian or Kenny, how about Jay White as a surprise pick? <laughs> I can I try love to you, think... Connor. I love you, Connor. I love you, Connor. People... Don't take my, my sassiness as anything against you. <laughs> it's just that Jay White is a, a, a two-by-four. That's just standing there. Like, I feel like he's just there. Jay White, though, that's not a bad pick, honestly. Just because I it, guess for the Adam Cole thing. Yeah and, the, yeah. yeah. and it's like kind of a spiteful thing. And then also, like, Jay White and Kenny have a history together. Like, there's all like this, this history. <sighs> um, but it doesn't, I would rather it just be Kenny. Like, let's go. I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, Redley697 <laughs> says, not to be disrespectful. But was Judo Jean Judo chopped? What? J judo Jean LaBelle. Hey, RIP Judo Jean LaBelle. RIP. We're going to talk about it in a little We're bit. You're a spoiler. It. Yeah. Um, yes, he, either, was, I, he was Judo chopped. I want <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I want That's to, what he's going um, for. Uh, if you ever get the chance, anybody who's listening to this, uh, there's a shoot interview out there with Kenny Omega, Sammy Callahan, and somebody else. And they talk about all of their tryouts with the WWE because, you know, Kenny was signed to the WWE for a period of time. And uh, he got signed by going to a tryout at Harley Race's school. And Johnny Ace was there from the WWE and Kenta Kobashi was there from uh, NOAA, Pro Wrestling NOAA in Japan. And Kenta Kobashi historically is very stoic and very serious. And Kenny tells the story about – because Johnny Ace wrestled a lot in all Japan with Kenta Kobashi – and both guys, Kobashi and Laurinaitis, were interested in Kenny. And both of them came up to Kenny at the same time. And they were like, hey, you know, we'd be interested in having you. And Johnny Ace was, would turn to Kenta and be like, hey, stay away from this kid. This is my kid. You want me to put you in a headlock? Come here, Kenta. Come here. And he'd like try to put him in a headlock and give him noogies. And Kenta would be like, get off of me, Johnny. Get off of me. <laughs> it's it's a funny story. That sounds fun. Um, we have to move on to the next story here. Oh, also, just uh, on that of Johnny Lauren Ice being fired. Uh, Kevin Dunn, got to get out of here. Yeah, Did you hear about this, for some reason. Did you hear about Ken, uh, like him having like a Trump flag yeah, on the side the, of the truck? And it was like and, uh, during the election disputes and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. What a piece of shit. What a fucking um, scumbag. God, I hate him. But um, we have to get talking to the next uh, slide <laughs> there, Tam. Because we have to talk about our Lord, Savior. <laughs> Triple H is doing a great job. Triple H is doing such a great job these days. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about <laughs> Triple H. The Triple H era is in full effect. Is in full effect right now. Hello? Well, there he is. Oh, no, don't do it. Yeah, don't here do I it. am. Jeez. I love that. That was Sheesh. so good. Sheesh. Um, Triple H era in full effect. I want to hear some of the people that have been brought back recently. Sure. Um, Dexter Loomis uh, brought back. In a was cool he brought way. back on television? Yeah. It was on TV. He was it was grab like like that the car thing happened and then he was grabbed from the crowd and there's this cool moment of him just looking. He's a frightening looking guy and he's I love his for look. the main roster. He, he looks amazing and yeah. if you use him the right way, he could be a really scary heel. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, we've got uh, Karen Cross uh, and Scarlett Bordeaux as mentioned. Uh, <sighs> yep. <laughs> You piece of garbage. <laughs> uh, we got Dakota Kai. Yeah. EO Sky. That's good. That's really good. Uh, Hit Row made uh, his back. Pretty interesting. I don't, you know, here's the thing about Hit Row. And again, perfect for the main roster. Great gimmick. But can any of them wrestle? 
Yeah, well, Swerve's not there. That's we'll why Swerve, Swerve was there. Um, we'll we'll find out. But they they were um they there's someone that Triple H really liked. Um, I really have a really funny Triple H picture. Uh, I kind you can see it later. Um, but uh, <laughs> the band terms uh are no longer band band. Um, soft promo band. soft band promos are no longer being like written out in stone. They're given more leeway. Uh, name changes. Guess whose names had to change back? <laughs> Angel. Uh, oh yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, Angel good. Garza. Angel Garza. Yeah, is, I saw uh, that. Now uh, Garza again, and uh, Umberto is Umberto Carrillo. Is, is that he? How you say it? Umberto yeah, he's Carrillo? back to that. Yeah. So uh, a lot of things happening there, and uh, it's just looking uh, pretty tempting for people like I don't know Andrade, Nero, Malachi, Swerve. I could imagine all those guys being like, man, dad's back. Yeah. yeah like a spe- specifically Miro. Sure. Because well, he had his be- Yeah. Top of the top of the card in NXT, moved over to the top uh, of uh WWE, then Vince got his little fucking little fingers on him and stopped that. Um Andrade uh, Of course. Put Andrade or, back with Zelina. Or Charlotte and or just Charlotte. have them, you know, yeah. um uh, Malachi um you know, just kind of wandering around. Uh, I think he would be a main event player underneath Triple H. Yeah. Um, and uh, Swerve would, I will say this for uh, like certainty from my point of view, would do so much better in WWE than he would in AEW. I don't think AEW will ever move him up from where he is. That's not true. But that's okay. I just don't see it. I just don't okay. see it. Um, because one of what he needs, he needs guidance. He needs a little guidance, and I don't think he gets it from AEW. AEW is a real hands off the wheel. I think Swerve is someone that would really benefit from getting more um, guidance from someone that knows a little bit more about it, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's a shame because I threw my pen at my face accidentally. Uh, It's a shame for you because all of those guys that you mentioned have signed like five-year contracts. Yeah, I know. Poor, poor people. And they're going to um, be fine. Everyone's going to be fine. Look. Miro's time, not. The, yes, Miro's, Miro's not. Fine. Miro, Miro's fine. Well, not, be... not according to Miro. Miro's very sad. Why Miro's is Miro just, sad? Have you, you seen all the things that he's liking on, on Twitter or no. things like that? He, like People are just like, Miro's being wasted. Like, share. Uh, Miro's, uh, uh, Miro's be, uh, not being used properly. Like, share. Miro should go back to WWE. Like, share. He <laughs> is into it. And Tony Khan is in denial. He's just like, no one's unhappy. No one's unhappy ever in my locker room. It's fun here. There's oh. just, there, there are just a lot of people. There are a lot of people. But the tippy top of the card, the tippy top of the card isn't going to be the tippy top of the card in two years. Danielson can't keep wrestling. I mean, he probably can. But like Punk's not going to be around in another two to three years. Moxley's going to be on a decreased schedule. Danielson will be on a decreased schedule. Punk will probably still be around, but on a decreased schedule. You've got to start moving people up. And all the people that you mentioned, Swerve, Lee, um, Miro, Andrade, like all these guys could be top tier players for you. It just takes time. In the WWE, you put someone, you cycle someone up to the top of the card for six months. They have a big run, and then everyone in the in their fucking stupid little minds are like, "Oh, he's a top player. Everybody, they're using him so well. He's so great." And then he just does nothing for the next six to eight months, and then suddenly he's back at the top of the card again. They filter him in and out constantly. AEW doesn't filter in and out. It's all long term. I don't think that's true, uh, but NXT is different. We're, we're thinking WWE booking. NXT booking was historically different up until AEW came into the picture. And I know what you're saying. Like you said this, I wanted to bring this up to you all oh, damn week boy. because last week you're just saying about how like uh, like uh, NXT sucked ever since AEW came in the picture. I never you said, said that, that, right? You I said it wasn't as good. I said it wasn't. It as wasn't good. as good. And what happened that caused it to not be so good? Yeah, they went on to USA. Yeah. And then they became a very important piece of the puzzle and they were up against them. So anytime they lost in ratings, whether it was their fault, like there's a new thing. Vince got a little bit more control and got a little bit more. He's just like, nope, I'm going to touch this. I'm going to touch this because you're doing it wrong. You're losing. I need it back. And so, yeah, NXT underneath Triple H, beautiful product, beautiful product. Everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. <laughs> what are you trying to Everyone beautiful loved product. It. It's a beautiful product. You are fake news. Um, <laughs> Everyone loved it. But, they uh, said it was the best. The best ever. <laughs> Brooklyn Bleak says, oh, God, the Triple H adulation. Uh, get out of here, Brooklyn Bleak. Yeah, Brooklyn Bleak. You're right. Uh, uh, Tony puts eyes. 
puts eye uh, eye emojis. Um, Has- Hassan Terrell's in the chat. Hassan is here. Oh. Uh, Hassan says hi there. Hi there, Hassan. Hassan, what's going on, bud? Nice to see you. Redley six nine seven says. If Vince's scandal wasn't unveiled, how big of a push do you think the paralegal would have gotten before the next WrestleMania? Um, Redley697, you're kind of stealing Joe's material. Yeah, so it's true. maybe you should back off his thing. That's <laughs> Joe's thing. And I know what kind of push you're going to be getting off a bridge. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says, thank you, Roy. I'm still wondering where all the carrying cross stuff is coming from. He was not getting uh, all this attention and impact. He's all character. Never mind. He's perfect for WWE. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. That's he's perfect for the main roster. Dexter Loomis is perfect for the main roster. But if either of them have to wrestle, I'm not playing that sound effect. <laughs> I refuse it. Uh, actually, I don't like Karen Cross as a wrestler. I just think he's very interesting. Dexter Loomis isn't bad. Okay. He just has like I feel like he's I mean, never. I gotta watch him wrestle again. I haven't seen him wrestle in a long time. He's not time. bad. I think he like he's kind of like reminds me of um, honestly like a Drew McIntyre. Like he's just like. Uh, he's he's good when he's with good people, and yeah. he's good when he's with bad people. But he's never like he's not great unless he's with a great person. You know, Drew's grown on me. Oh, I, I like Drew. Oh, Drew's this isn't to disparage Drew. I'm just saying yeah. Dexter's not that far behind. Sure. Um, right. uh, That's fair. Wait, Tony says I'm waiting for Hangman Page versus Malachi Black feud. Them two are bound to have a main event program in the far future. I would love that. Honestly, yeah. that's a great idea to do with Malachi and Hangman because both are doing nothing. Well, Hangman's doing something. We don't know. We We're hope. gonna see it evolve. We hope. I. You uh, know what? Crackpot. Dark order. In some way, shape, or form, it's gonna be Uno, Silver, and Reynolds in the tournament. Uno slips backstage, hurts his leg. Hangman has to fill in. Hangman, Silver, and Reynolds run the gambit, and at the pay per view, Hangman, Silver, and Reynolds versus Kenny in the Bucks. And then Ten's just standing there with his dick in his hand, like, yeah. okay, tough <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, and poor evil Uno in your brain. He's like a Looney Tunes character. It's like, oh, no. I hit my leg. Um, Brooklyn Bleak says, uh, Mira was complaining about Mance Warner getting a title shot, saying, who is this guy? And how he never thought he would ever miss Happy Rusev Day. Yes, Mira. Go back home. Uh, Redley697 says, if one what, deceased... What you, you're such a fucking homer. It's crazy to me. You try really hard to conceal it, but you're what? just a homer, and that's fine. Homer. Uh, what you do just you mean? Love, just love... You're just such a WWE fan. I will you, say this. Yeah. Because... Okay, hold on. When WWE is good, it's great. Uh, it's the best thing there's ever been when they're at the peak. When they are doing everything right, which is not often, I'll be the first to admit it, but when they've done everything right, we've had some, the best moments I've ever seen still to this day. And so, like, I'm not saying they're like, – I'm saying that with the way NXT was programmed and the abilities that WWE has in general, just the, the, the production, it has the ability to be the best thing ever. Uh, while AEW is great and I love it because it's exciting and fresh and new and I don't know what's going to happen, WWE has the ability to climb higher. It's just it's it's the wrong point of view to have. It's just, the wrong because you you're rooting for the other one to fail. No, I'm rooting for the other one to succeed always. Mm. That's what I'm doing. I'm not rooting for AEW to fail. I don't want AEW to fail. I want them to be around forever, <laughs> and I want them to be better than WWE. I want them to. I want them both. But right now, WWE has a lot more potential. My God. Okay. So it was exciting. Um, Redley697 says, if one deceased president could be resurrected and join WWE, who would y'all think would get over? Teddy Roosevelt. Woodrow Wilson. He's a racist, Roy. Howard Taft. I like that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> the walrus is coming to the ring. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, actually, that's a better answer than Teddy. Teddy was short. <laughs> Teddy was short. But he could go. Dude yeah. could go. Did you ever hear that story about he went blind in one eye? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, Tony writes, uh, "Red is WWE Mark Roy. We know it. Uh, I am. <laughs> I am a. I'm pro wrestling Mark. I'm a. I mean, I'm look, a pro wrestling Mark. If things and I were, love it if, all. If, if if WCW had bought the WWF, and we were talking about the WCW right now, you would do the same. I would do the same. But the WWF won. That was your company, and you'll always be like pro WWF because that's how you grew up. Yeah. But if yeah, I you're right. You're 100% so desperate right. for an alternative." 
because the only true alternative was Bot. You just, you just want Eric ago. Bischoff's vision to come no, true, and you want to see Vitz on his knees crawling <laughs> and begging for a job. We That's what he's that doing now. right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, one, one, that's true. It's true. Eric Bischoff's dancing. Um, look, I was, I, there was no one. Look, again, when we moved to Austin collectively uh, at separate times, but similar time frames, from the end of 2014 – from the what were they called what was triple h and stephanie what were they the, the corporate authority. the authority i liked the authority at the time yeah and from, the from the authority through like 2017 i was in nxt was incredible uh seth rollins was, was at the top yeah it was like somewhat interesting i was in but they just the product got so milk toast in the last few years and AEW has been so good and exactly what i've been searching for that i just i but but like do, don't you excited about that potential now because like aw i felt like before aw came along i think triple h and stephanie were getting more power legitimately in terms of creative and storylines and like focus nxt was kind of like getting bigger and bigger they were loud more rants <laughs> then when aw came about and they're starting to be like, oh, well, we're kind of interested in something new. Vince got more of his fingers in. He's just like, I have to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. And now it's 1994. Um, but I feel like, aren't we excited though, Roy? Why can't we all be excited? Here's the, you know, uh, the, the, the honest to God answer is the reason I'm not excited is because Triple H, and this isn't, this isn't a shot at Triple H. I don't know if this is true or not, but it just feels that way. Because if he is like Vince... Triple H doesn't want to compete with AEW. Triple H wants to put AEW out of business. And if AEW goes out of business, I'm done. I don't think that's true. I do not think Triple H wants to put them out of business. I think that the, I think that actually like he's excited for the fact that there's now an ability for other people to train in other places. Sure. Like, like people are going to get better because of the uh, AEW and different competition and different like ring of honor getting a little bit more like everyone's going to, it's raising all boats and i think they realize that I they can so. never aw could never compete with wwe um it would take de de decades yeah i mean uh, AW, uh, that's the other thing we have to remember right is that this company's been in business for three years the wwe's been in business for 40 if not more obviously but like since wrestlemania one which is it's been almost you know 40 years whatever it is like the they have had practice so everything they do is a little more polished a little more exciting because of that. Uh, what did Redley six nine seven? No, say? we got first Tony, Tony, uh, Tony Khan. Breaking news, Roy. Yeah, I'll just sign Vinny Mac. Boom, Vinny Mac is all elite. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit, that's news. <laughs> Stop ringing. Um, what is it? Uh, it's a deal. Uh, Redley six nine seven says, Roy, I like this. It makes me so happy. Red, no, you don't. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, Redley Six Nine Seven. Yeah, no. Redley Six Nine Seven's back on track. All right, we got to keep going. Yeah, we got to keep rolling. Got to keep going because um, also, real quick before we move on, NXT UK so confused and lost right now. It's They're like just dead, like, I think. No, it's still there. They're just canceling shows a lot. <laughs> uh, but like all of them, they're just like, but dad, <laughs> dad, where are you, dad? Well, it's really kind of a useless Papa. show. In a lot of ways, uh, they're taking all of their best talent and bringing them over to NXT because NXT needs experienced wrestlers to work with. I guess, I mean, look, I don't know the roster a ton. I know Tyler Bates still there. I know Trent Seven's still there. Ilya Dragunov rules. He's fantastic. But I don't really know anybody else who's there if anybody else is good. Is Wolfgang still there? Dan Mastiff? Are these guys still around? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, Miko but, so uh, Sotomara? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's probably still around. I think she's the women's champion. She rules. She's got. She's got to move over to. Yeah. Man, she's amazing. She's Love her. Awesome. Um, we got to keep moving on because I got some sad news. I got a string of sad news. Let's do it. Number one. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Mark Henry. Uh, poor Mark Henry's not doing too great physically. Um, uh, recently he was talking about uh, the Lex Luger documentary. I haven't seen it, but uh, Lex yeah, Luger watching it last night. Is it good? Uh, yeah, Lex is an interesting, interesting. guy. Interesting, yeah. Uh, Lex Luger was talking about how sometimes, like, he could walk a little bit, but sometimes, like, there's so much nerve damage that he'll just, like, his power goes out and he can't do it anymore. Mm. And Mark Henry's just like, I get that. There's, like, a, a, there's a nerve damage in his, uh, at his mid-back, and he's, like, sometimes he, like, he works so hard at uh, AEW, who's running all over the place, that when he goes to the airport, he has to be in a wheelchair. Really? 
Isn't that heartbreaking? That is heartbreaking. And, like, and I, it's AEW. not heartbreaking to be in a wheelchair. It's just like, it's heartbreaking to see someone, uh, their body give on them. Yeah. Um, especially him, who is like a mega athlete. He could dunk. You ever see the video of him dunking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuts. Um, and so it's just sad to see. He's like, I'm probably not going to wrestle because of this. Is like, uh, which I, I would like to see him have. Like, that's someone I'd love to have one last match, you know? Sure. Yeah, like, like that, let them have one last match. Because he could, like, the things that he can do are exactly what he's always done, you know? He doesn't do you... have to be super fast. Yeah. What, what right, was that? Right. I was going to say, do you have any news about another wrestler who's seeking to have one last match? Oh, maybe. Maybe we do, <laughs> but we'll talk about it later. Um, but that's that. So we wish uh, Mark Henry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, every, like, we have all the six, like, health. We, I like Mark Henry a lot as a person. I he's think a he's a guy. really cool person, really nice guy. Uh, and um, yeah, he doesn't deserve that. But I, uh, I once sat next to his family at a uh, a Raw, a Raw's Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. The infamous Raw's War you were at. We were on TV. I, I was on TV, yeah. And his daughter was dressed like Sasha Banks. And uh, they were all very, very sweet. And in the main event, Sasha Banks got beat up by Charlotte and his daughter cried and cried. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. And then I kept laughing at her. Yeah. That's pretty funny. And then Mark um, Henry's wife slapped me. What's your favorite Mark Henry moment? Um, wow. That's a great question. I really enjoyed his work post 2006. I yeah. thought when like somebody's going to get their ass kicked, somebody's going to get their wig split. That Mark Henry, him and Tony Atlas, fantastic. Yeah, what a duo. His re fake retirement on Raw. Oh, that's right. That's the moment. That's the number one moment. That's the like. Best. That is. If you haven't seen it, type in Mark Henry salmon colored jacket. Yeah, you'll see it. It's Mark unreal. Henry. Mar they're, they're they're hyping it up. Mark Henry has a big announcement to make, and it was on the news, like the the wrestling news. Yeah. In the afternoon, like, oh, looks like he might retire, and so like they leaked it out there. He goes in the ring, and he's just oh, like, listen, God. there's one guy I want out here, and it's John Cena. He brings out John Cena. He goes at this emotional speech. He's like, you know, like I love my family. Love I love everything I've ever done. I never got to win that belt, <laughs> but it's okay because. You know, like I had a great career and, and, and all the stuff. And then John C. raises his and hand. And he cries. He's crying. And he's just like, that, uh, he's, oh, my God. So beautiful, emotional. Unbelievable. Turns John C. around. World's strongest man. I got a lot left in the yeah, tank. It's so I got good. a lot left. And just screams amazing, amazing. stuff. Amazing. Could watch it over and again, over and again. And that's something that could only happen. On WWE TV. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> no, that's true. true. No, but I, like, uh... the, 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 honestly, there's just a lot to, I'm just saying, those type of moments where it's like, yeah, it's, it's, one, it's like a real WWE The company moment. has existed for three years, my dude. Three years. And you think that's the first ever fake retirement and the fake retirements have only happened in the WWE? None that have been that good, ever. Oh. Can can we say that? Like, is that maybe the best fake yeah, retirement I've ever seen? The best fake retirement of all time, but it's it's it has a lot to do with Mark Henry being so yeah. good. Yeah, Mark. But you think Mark Henry, nineteen ninety seven, was that good? No, well, Mark Henry from years of learning underneath the masters. Who are the masters? Jim Cornette. Man, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette was not in the company at that. OVW. Point. He that's uh, where was he? Was, was he in OVW at the same time Mark Henry was? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mark Henry was in OVW. Yeah, Mark Henry was over OVW pretty much from 99 <laughs> until 2004. Uh, even though he's on TV, he was there every week. Um, Brooklyn Bleak says, yes, fake retirement and beating up Cena. Lol. It was amazing. Amazing. Uh, but I remember watching that live. I hadn't been watching wrestling a lot at that time, but I was staying at my brother's apartment. I was watching his cat while he was on vacation, and I watched that moment. Th that same Raw was also the first time I ever saw Claudio as Cesaro. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we keep it moving on because we have more sad news. God damn it. Uh, next slide there, Tam. Judo Jean LaBelle. Uh, Judo Jean LaBelle, uh, famous uh, stuntman, wrestler, M MMA fighter, everything. Uh, yeah. Passed away at the age of 89. Yeah. Um, he's the man that first have a MMA fight in the United States. He fought a boxer and choked him the fuck out. Um, <laughs> he trained the likes of Bruce Lee uh roddy piper and ronda rousey yeah um he's uh also the inspiration for the role uh and um brad pitt's role in uh once upon a time in los angeles what is it once upon a time in hollywood once upon a time in hollywood yeah yeah 
And um, yeah, it's just, it's a sad, but long life uh, and a cool guy. Cool Seems. guy. Very cool guy. Um, it's amazing that like he trained under Luthez. To, yeah. Just to show you just like his roots in fighting and in wrestling, like Carl Gotch, Luthez, like those were his dudes. So yeah, a, a life well lived. The LaBelle lock will live on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is cool always dude. sad to hear Real of anyone's passing but 89 good luck that's long that's long honestly especially a lot of like so he spent most of his career kick or most of his life kicking people's ass and getting his ass kicked so to, to... And, and training people up until 10 years ago you yeah know? he like accompanied ronda rousey to the ring in one of her mma fights like within the last 10 years and he wore a pink gi love it did he love it today. yeah i saw him all the time with a pink gi it's pretty cool um more sad news this is probably some of the saddest news i have today Are you ready for it roy yeah, Rick Flair. Rick Flair wishes he didn't say last match. Um, that's the next slide there, Ted. Rick Flair. He's thinking about more matches, Roy. He's thinking about more matches. Um, just a little update on his health. Oh, don't worry about him. He was just dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. I love that he was like, next time I'll drink my water. Oh, okay. instead of beer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and beer. he's he's like, I didn't drink any water because I want to be down to two nineteen. Uh, and he was two twenty one. He's just like, I just need to be down. You fucking old idiot. You fool. Did you see him versus Carlos Colon? No, but I figured that was going to be the next match. They're both just going to bleed everywhere. And oh, my that. God. No, but the thing is, like, I saw them brawl. They brawled. And it was so bad. It's so bad. Anything any of these old-timey wrestlers say, like, about that's ruining the business. This is ruining the business. Ric Flair having matches is ruining the business. Yeah. You're talking about things that look phony and fake. Look at that. Look at that terrible. Oh, I'm trying to look at it now. <laughs> horrible. No good. Very bad fighting. It was oh so bad. Oh my um, more water next time. But uh, yeah, so him and Carlos Colon. We don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but want to hear some more bad news, Roy? Yeah. Next slide there, Tam. Honky Tonk wants a last match. <laughs> <laughs> that's you the worst news I have uh... today. You took my my steam. I was gonna say Conrad's uh, got a new show next year. Honky Tonk Man's last match. He better not do Honky Tonk's last. No, of course. Who gives a shit about Honky Tonk Man? No one gives a shit about Honky Tonk Man. Nobody's ever wanted him to have a first match. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. he's really uh, clamoring for it. The Honky Tonk Man. Uh, I uh, tried to put a gif in there, but I think I said it too late. Um, but uh, yeah, Honky Tonk Man. We got Jason Redley six nine seven saying. The ageism is going to cancel the podcast. It's not ageism, Redley six nine seven. It's just safety. It's just real. safety. It's just it's safety. Just the reality, yo. Um, honky tonk man. Good luck. Next slide there, Tam. Conrad Thompson has a master plan, Roy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Did you hear the new trademark he just purchased? Tully's uh, father's wrestling company. Southern Championship Sou Wrestling. Is that what it is? I thought it was like Southeastern or something. Maybe something like that, but um, what the fuck is he doing? Well, I think that's the right call for him. Even if he never does it, I think it's the right call for him to buy up all of these old wrestling company trademarks and just make merch. So like people in the, cause you got to think, right? That like a majority of the people in, see, I always get confused. I always get nervous. Um, a majority of the people who watch his shit, who are part of his network, ad-free shows, all of that stuff, is um, they're all old. They're all old. They're our age Be careful, or Roy. Hold on. It's fine. Be careful. Redley okay. 697's on us. I'm not saying we, this in a bad way. They're seasoned. <laughs> they're experienced wrestling fans. They're experienced life people. <laughs> so they, they probably did see Southeast Championship Wrestling or whatever it was called. They might have seen that growing up. They were probably little kids, but they probably saw it. And would they love to buy like a Southeast Championship Wrestling t-shirt? Or a belt. Or a belt or a yeah. sweatshirt or a jacket or whatever. Like make the merch, sell your merch, maybe bring the company back under that. But like, why are you starting a company? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's my question. It's just like, where is this leading? Um, I don't mind the idea of last matches uh, for certain wrestlers. I do not think Ric Flair is one of them. But like if Ricky Steamboat wants the last match or if someone wants the last match that could go, like maybe not Ricky Steamboat, the under, under 70. You have to be under 70. 
Brutus the Barber Beefcake. You fucking narc. You're telling me about being a mark, and then you're talking about Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. I'm joking. I wouldn't watch I that. I don't know, you Zodiac fan. Um, <laughs> you love the booty daddy, don't you? I love um, the booty, booty man. man. Booty, booty man. man. Um, but uh, I just, uh, I, I want him, because I didn't, uh, did you see the show yet? Last no, match? I haven't watched his last match yet. The actual match. purchased it. I know, I bought it. I bought it. Well, I bought it more for you. I want to make sure you got to see it. You're too sweet. But I got um, to gotta watch it. Um, but we have to move on to the last last piece of news of the day. And this is the discussion point, Roy. Yeah. This is a discussion point. And a, a next slide there, Tam. An additional $5 million oh, was uh, was found uh, in, of improper payments by, the, by Vince McMahon and the WWE. Uh, and uh, there's an interesting timeline here. Yeah. Because it's uh, kind of... Um, Right around the time, so there, the someone did some digging. Some uh, I forget the guy's name, but some wrestling uh, journalist did some digging into what these payments could have been, and there were payments towards the Trump Foundation in that time frame of 2007, 2009 that no one can account for, that were from the Vincent McMahon and Linda Foundation, and so they're just kind of like, who made these payments? Why were these payments made? There's like ten million dollars. And it's just right around the time of WrestleMania with the yeah. hair versus hair. Right. And I've just been doing some thinking, Roy. Is Vince McMahon solely responsible for his presidency? Hear me out. He was a uh, real estate, whatever, con man, what have you. Um, goes on The Apprentice, becomes something of a reality TV star, uh, appears as a cleans up his image in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Yeah. He becomes a reality TV star. And he's uh, always voted Democrat, by the way. Always voted Democrat up until I think uh, I think Obama or yeah. maybe the one before that as well. Car- uh, Bush. Kerry? Yeah, he didn't. I don't know if he voted for Kerry. Yeah. Um, he um, said he was a draft dodger or stuff like that. Uh, so Kerry, was said he. It, Kerry said that about Trump, I think. Oh, uh, well, but um, but uh, Trump then like goes to WWE, sees Vince doing all these Vince things, hanging out with Vince, being a part of the show where he's physical and part of a storyline on the show. What happens to uh, to Donald Trump after that? He starts the birther stuff with Obama. That's afterward. The birther stuff and kind of making more of a, a, a spill everywhere, just kind of making a scene everywhere. I really feel like he learned how to grab audience attention from Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. It happened at, right around that time. He was never like this before that WrestleMania, and he was only like it afterward. And there's also now some weird ties into money being made to the Trump foundation. Uh, I'm just very, it's very interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're wrong, but I think it's a little more complicated because I do think the Vince McMahon (laughs) thing is real. And I think as probably part of an agreement to having him appear at WrestleMania, there was some sort of additional payment that went to some foundation or something. But I also think if we're going to get into this, um, NBC canceled The Apprentice and he was outraged. So he staged a fake run at the presidency and that's how this all started. And he like was surprised at how many people were interested in it. So he started taking it more seriously. And in addition to that, Roger Stone, uh, Roger Stone is a very complicated character and a, a bad person overall, no doubt about it. Uh, also had been trying to get Trump to run for president since the 80s. And finally, I but I do believe that maybe the linchpin is him hanging out with Vince and being like, Vince is all bravado. I mean, he's a smart guy. Obviously, he's a shrewd businessman. He used to be creative at some point in his life. Although I would argue that like he was never the most creative person. And everyone p- puts it on Vince, but it's really Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson and Vince. But mm-hmm. if Vince was by himself... No, nothing would have ever happened. It would have been all Pat Patterson and or without Pat or if it was just Vince and Bruce still not Pat is like the missing link there. Pat is the reason creatively why the WWE was so successful in my opinion. But um, yeah, I mean, you could be right. I think he saw Vince acting the way Vince act. I mean, Trump in so many ways is the Vince McMahon character is Mr. McMahon as president. He He really is. He really is. Uh, uh, Rudley 697 writes, 
uh, and, and mix match caps lowercase. These old hags don't wrestle good. <laughs> Brooklyn League says even Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat is talking about a last match. While Booker T said hell no to that. Well, <laughs> oh really? I would love another one more Harlem Heat. Uh, a Harlem Heat match. That'd be a great next one for Conrad. Um, Tony uh, says it was all uh, Linda's end game to finish in the White House. Red. Also when you true. were a billionaire, you think and go big. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I think Linda probably also played a major part in that. Linda's a, you want to talk about a freak show. Linda's a freak show. Mm. Not in a good oh, yeah. way, though. <laughs> Hell yeah, Linda's a freak show. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know why I was getting all weird like that. I just started thinking about Linda. You ever see Linda when she was younger? Maybe, yeah. She cute. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the end of the news, Roy. That's the end of the news. That's the end of the news. But we're not done yet. We got. The we still got fame. the loser leaves wrestling hall of fame. The LLWHOF Hall of Fame of the day. Um, Roy, do you want to kick us off, or shall I? I, I can. I can kick us off because I, I think this person actually indirectly ties in perfectly with what our last discussion topic was. Uh, this guy is uh, a. Real piece of shit. No, he's okay. He's fine. Um, this week, he really stood out for me, maybe more so than ever before. Uh, he just keeps surprising me. Every time I think he's down and out, and he's he can't he can't do it again. He does it again. And this past week, despite some of the reviews that I read of the match, I think it was excellent, and I think he far exceeded a lot of people's expectations, including my own. Uh, the insurrectionist Chris Jericho is oh. the, the inductee. I, the Lionheart. Wow. It was a great okay. match. He changed his style a little bit. You know, he yeah. did some some more submissions, some more grappling. He took it seriously. He took he took this match very seriously. He also got a gnarly hard way cut on his forehead, which was sick. Uh, so yeah, Chris Jericho earns earns the right as sports Excellent entertainer choice. of the week. Excellent. Yeah, the sports entertainment. That's what we'll start calling this. Um, the Hall of Fame sport, the Hall of Fame, the Loser Lee Sports Entertainment Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, but I'm going to induct a match, Troy. Oh, wow. We haven't had many match inductions. We've had a couple, but this one is just um, there's been a match type that's been around for a few decades. That's always sucked. It's always sucked. It's never been good. Never been fun. They can't think of many matches where I'd want to see again. But one what Darby Allen wow. and Brody King wow, wow, wow. took a match type like the casket or coffin match, whatever you want to call it, and had the best one of it ever. Yeah. 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 The best one of it ever. Casket, coffin, whatever. They had a great, fun, action-packed match involving a casket that made sense, that had great and a great finish. Yeah. The best casket yeah. match finish, bar none. You can't even uh, question it. You can't even question it. Can't question. That was it. the best one, and especially with the storytelling involved of this being the third interaction between the two. Reason for there being this match. Building it up. I'm inducting Brody King and Darby Allen in a coffin match into the LLWHOF August 13th, 2020. Excellent. Excellent choice. Uh, Excellent everyone choice. give it up for Chris Jericho and the coffin match. <laughs> wow, everyone. We had so much fun. We had so, so much, much fun. fun. Today. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says, uh, oh, have you seen the Impact pay-per-view yesterday, Emergence? Another good Impact show that gets zero attention while people scream about a tractor lifting a ring and call it pay-per-view of the year. Why me? <laughs> Did anyone call that pay-per-view of the year? Were yeah, it was nowhere near Forbidden Door. Were people... Were, <laughs> Were people calling SummerSlam the 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 uh, pay per view of the year? Probably the WWE pay per view of the year. I thought WrestleMania was pretty. Good. I was. I would say also Hell in a Cell was pretty good. Night one WrestleMania was the best pay per view of the Night year. Night one so WrestleMania was great. And uh, and also uh, all all in was pretty good too. If I double or nothing, correctly. double or nothing. double or nothing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All that's um, um, Roy uh, uh, Redley says, Roy, I don't want to. Uh, this is Roy uh, quotes. Yeah. Roy. I don't want the old folks to wrestle, but boy, oh boy, do I want to freak them <laughs> and put a, a drooly face. Roy's right. Roy does think Linda's a freak. She uh, is a freak. Uh, Brooklyn Bleak says, yeah, seriously. People were saying that SummerSlam was the pay-per-view of the year. I disagree. Wow. But I do think that was a cool match and a cool moment. Yeah. 
pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever. I didn't see it. Uh, my issue with Impact. I turned it off. <laughs> my, my issue with Impact, and I want to watch it more, biggest issue is the fact that it looks and sounds bad. Like, I, I could get past the looking bad, but when you can't mic the audience well, and it sounds like there's no one there, it really feels like I'm watching uh, so, a tape of someone's indie show that's local, and there's no energy there. And you could, when there's no energy, it feels it in the, the matches. I will say I did watch a little bit of it, very, very small bits of it. And um, I turned it off because, so it was in Chicago, and it was at Cicero Stadium, which MLW has run a bunch of times, which there's some local shows that have also run that, there's some local like Chicago promotions that have run that venue as well. And it's an interesting looking place. So I was excited to see what they would do with it and see if they would make it look interesting, but it looks the same as all of their other shows. And that, that frustrated me a little bit. But that being said, I would like to watch it because I really like Alex Shelley. And I think Alex Shelley versus Josh Alexander in the main event is really cool. Yeah. And there's some other matches that seem interesting. But I, yeah, I agree with you. They don't like the crowds well. All of their shows look the same. They all look like they're shot in a studio, despite the fact that they're in buildings that seat like anywhere between 500 and three, 4,000 people. It still looks like there's 70 people there. And I don't know, that bums me out. I wish, I wish they would make it feel a little bigger. Just mic the crowd better. Even if it doesn't look like it, sure. make them sound that yeah. way. Yeah. You know, like a mic, the, a mic the crowd more and then put it over the speakers so that the, the wrestlers could hear it too. Yeah. Let's just like uh, smoke and mirrors. Um, but uh, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. We love thank you, you all. Brooklyn Bleak thank you, that. Brooklyn Bleak and Redley697, Tony, uh, Connor, uh, uh, Hassan. We barely Hassan. talked, Hassan. Barely talked uh, Tony, and, uh, all, the, all the people. Thank you all so much for jumping in the chat. Uh, we love you all. Uh, check us out Wednesday. And Wednesday. I hope you all have a great night, right? Great night. Great. Have a great, have night. A great Sunday. Have a great have Sunday. A great, a great Sunday. rest of your Saturday and a great Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have to get we have to get Tam to bed. So yeah. uh, everyone, have a good one. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Watch your ears, Roy. Kaboom. Yes, Rico. Kaboom. Oh, not bad. Pretty good. Oh, five, four, <laughs> three, two. Oh, son of a bitch! Cut it out. Olay.